This podcast is brought to you by Rock My Wedding, the UK's most influential wedding brand. Hi, and welcome to the podcast. Hi. Today, we're doing all about when things go wrong. To caveat this, what this podcast is really about is when things don't exactly go as planned. Yeah, not necessarily wrong. No. So we're going to run through some scenarios. So hopefully, A, you will understand that stuff happens in the grand scheme of things. It just doesn't matter. No. B, that you can fully prepare yourself and have a plan B based on the experiences and advice of others. Brilliant. Thank you. What do you think, Becky, is the biggest fear for brides and grooms on the big day? It's got to be the rain. The weather. It's got to be. It it still amazes me (laughs) how much, I suppose, focus is put on it. Yeah. Because... You just can't control it. Just can't. Can't control it. Mother nature yeah. is a bitch. She will do she what she wants. She does not care how much you spent on your wedding, <laughs> where your wedding is, nope. whether you've planned this immense outdoor ceremony. Yeah. Doesn't care. No. She does not Thunderstorm, give a... rains, exactly. it can happen and it will not ruin your day. It won't. It, it chucked won't. it down on my day. I got up and looked out the window and thought, we're all right, we're, we're safe, we're looking all right. Then it went a bit overcast and I thought, oh, good. But then as we did the ceremony, I was walking down the aisle, the sun was absolutely beautiful, bright as anything, gorgeous. Uh, ceremony is over, then we go for the drinks reception at the pub over the road and we toddle off for our photos and then that it was torrential. The Le- heavens opened. Oh, my gosh. And, and the thing Unreal. is, it's not just the UK either. I think as well one in five couples it is now gets married mm-hmm. abroad yeah which you know the weather is more predictable than the uk yeah but again nothing is guaranteed yeah it can piss it down in paris it can and the sun will come out in stains <laughs> that's just <laughs> how sometimes it happens yeah. so our one piece of advice is whatever venue you book mm-hmm. or the day that you consider because not everyone books a venue sometimes you know they want it in their own back garden yeah, or sure. whatever it is is that you have a plan B mm-hmm. and that the indoor space you have, you are pleased with it. Yeah. Because there is nothing like, you know, booking a venue because they've got this beautiful garden yeah. where you can have your outdoor ceremony overlooking a river. Yeah. And so you're spending, you know, the entire week before your special day, please, please don't rain. Yeah, refresh, don't rain. refresh on please the weather rain. Because otherwise I'm going to have to have my ceremony and my drinks reception in that room I hate. that I hate. Yeah. Because what, just, just don't, yeah. just don't book that venue, please. Yeah, just don't. Please you don't need to be pleased it. with the inside and the outside. I've known all of it. Yeah. Several couples oh, that so have, upsetting. that have done exactly that. And, you know, and it's been fine in the end, but I just wish they'd had, they'd had a nicer, like, build up. Yeah. And less stress and less yeah. pressure put and on. And more emphasis put on that. But more, yeah, yeah. yeah. More emphasis on what an amazing time people are going to have rather, yeah. you know. Regardless exactly. of where, whether it's inside or outside. Exactly. Yeah, Absolutely. And if you are having a venue where you would really like the ceremony and or drinks reception outside, Mm -hmm. then you need to make sure that you are aware of the journey from the outside space to the indoor space in case you might have like a sudden downpour 
or God forbid, some kind of lightning storm or something, mm -hmm. just so that you're aware, actually, you know, the guests have to walk quite far or everyone's going to get yeah. drenched. Yeah, that's a good point. You know, have soggy fascinators and all the rest oh, of it. No one likes that. And also, if you are, again, thinking of a sort of a, an outdoor wedding, is what the weather was like the day and or few days before. So yes. say your day, beautiful sunshine, brilliant, you can have it outside. Mm -hmm. Actually, is there an alternative to the main lawn yeah. where your guests can have their drinks reception? Because it's still going to be very soggy. Heels don't do well in wet grass. Yeah. Another thing to consider is if they have like a big decked area. Because okay. decking can be very, you know, mm -hmm. slidey. Safety first. <laughs> I'm a confused. safety girl. <laughs> so it's again, sometimes we do these podcasts and we think, oh, this sounds so boring. But it's just things for you to consider. It's practical, isn't it? Yeah, it's practical. It? Yeah. And we want you to have a good day. We don't want you to stress about stuff. Yeah, again, absolutely. that you cannot control. Yes. Uh, rainy weddings yeah. one of the best weddings I went to uh so much rain oh gosh they it was James's cousin they had this a beautiful marquee in the middle of uh, one of their uh, her parents fields actually they owned a big oh, right. farm um it was all like cream carpets oh, mm. those carpets were not cream <laughs> by 6 p.m they were brown <laughs> They were brown and a lot of them were sort of like underwater. <laughs> but um, the dance floor was fine because yeah. they'd, they'd sort of like raised that and all that. The band were great. Yeah. The food was great. And I think that sometimes when you do have to face those kind of weather conditions, everyone pulls together more. Yeah. It's like a camaraderie. So, isn't there there is. More, so. And it's almost like, I think the caterers in particular went out of their way. Yeah. Like we're going to get this food out. We're going to get, you know, we're going to make it amazing. Yeah. We're going to, and you know, like I said, Entertainment was great. Food mm -hmm. was great. The drinks flowed. And they're the most important things, aren't For they? us, like, who cares whether the carpet was cream or not? Yeah. I mean, you know, I'm sure there was, hopefully there was an area for the photos that they found <laughs> that wasn't, you know, bogged down with puddles. Um, but even that, we, we featured a wedding um, some years ago now. I'll link it on the show notes. Yeah. And it's, be I mean, it's so beautiful, the photographs. And it was essentially supposed to be like a, a teepee wedding. Yeah. And it was Again, torrential rainpour. So bad. They couldn't. They literally could not host the wedding in the because they were they were so swamped. So the venue, whose like grounds it was in, had like an orangery. Mm -hmm. So again, it was this whole like camaraderie thing. Yeah. Uh, the venue, the guests, like the family and friends, all pulled pulled together, moved everything they could that was rescuable <laughs> out of the teepees into the orangery. They reset up all of the tables. Oh, so lovely, isn't it? Uh, yeah, and they just had the loveliest day. It made it to BBC News actually. Yeah, it after did, we didn't featured it. Yeah. it. yeah, and it was the whole point was that actually the weather can be this horrendous and you still have <laughs> and the you best still day. have the best Absolutely. day you know and yeah. the most the most beautiful day etc yeah. so we've mentioned before how important it is to leave enough time on the day if you have any decor particularly to set up yourselves so yeah. if you've done anything that's particularly diy mm -hmm. i don't know you might have like a special table plan that you want to put together ideally get someone else to do it yeah whether that's like exactly your maid of honor or the best man or hopefully if, again if it's like a, a designated wedding venue they should have some kind of manager or on the day planner yeah, sure. that should have all these instructions from you anyway yeah so obviously give it to them um you can book an on the day planner if you haven't got yeah. a wedding planner mm -hmm. for the for the entire process and giving them the instruction to make sure they're doing it but always leave plenty of time because some venues don't allow you 
access yeah. until only a couple of hours before your ceremony, especially if there's been a wedding the night before. Yeah, yeah. So last thing you want to be doing is like, you know, got your curlers in. Yeah, and, trying to uh, set that and, and not having enough time to do it. Someone's trying to, you know, get your cake stand up and put your yeah. cake in the right place, which brings me nicely on to cakes. And cake transportation in particular. So we've heard a few stories, haven't we've we? We've heard quite cakes. a few. Oh yeah. So main piece of advice, get your cake done by a professional. Yes. Get that professional cake person to take the cake to the venue. Yes. Please. Please do. The they end. should offer that as part of their service. Yes. Please. Now, if for whatever reason that can't happen, mm-hmm. you need to ask the supplier of the cake how you transport it to the venue yeah. successfully, yeah. i.e. how it's held in the car or yeah. the boot yeah. and what happens if it's hot weather, yeah, etc. those things. Because uh, a few weeks ago when I uh, stood up at my sister's house because we were going down to her um, the hotel near her wedding venue the night before mm-hmm. and she hands me a cake to hold on my lap. On <laughs> like the, history repeating itself. Like history repeating itself from my wedding on the way down to her wedding. Now, I was concerned for many reasons. One, that she'd not given me any detail on how I was supposed to support this cake because it was an hour journey. It wasn't just down the road. It was quite warm. Yeah. It was a very flimsy box. Right. And I didn't I didn't even know what the cake, like what it was made of, anything, yeah. nothing. So start off our journey and straight away I'm thinking there's something, there's something wrong here because this does not feel safe at all. And to cut a very long story short, we arrived with me covered in cake the floor the gearbox everything was covered in icing and the middle tier had sunk into the bottom tier because they were both some kind of sponge the dowling that keeps the layers together seemingly was that was absent (laughs) missing in action um and it it was just a bit of a disaster. Had it entirely collapsed in? Or entirely it- collapsed oh, in, almost like gosh. literally like exploded. Oh my gosh. <laughs> when we eventually got it to the venue, luckily the florist was able to like wrap it in ivy and stick okay. massive peonies on it. Oh. So no one would have known yeah, yeah. that it wasn't supposed to look like that in the first yeah. place. Which again is, although this is when things go wrong, <laughs> so we can tell you what not to do. Yes. I don't just dump your cake on your sister's lap and hope <laughs> yeah. for the best. Things are rescuable. Yeah. And in the grand scheme of things, for my sister's wedding it wasn't sort of like the main event yeah she actually had like a big cheesecake yeah which again <laughs> like when it's a, like how do you get massive slabs of cheese to a wedding venue I, just don't, I don't know like do they go sweaty like in the cast oh, like if it's hot no one no one wants a sweaty brie and also <laughs> could you imagine if you were like transporting that next to your dress with the oh. brie and it's Breedra. all these things, yeah. Like again, <laughs> consider that because a lot of people don't don't give enough time for setup. Yeah, they don't think about transport yeah. of their various bits and the bobs yeah. until the very last minute. Yeah. So we're here to tell you, please, please don't, please don't do that. <laughs> On the subject of cake disasters, my friend had a cake made for her wedding. This is like we're going back nine years or so now, and um, she got married by the beach. So her theme was very beachy mm-hmm. and her cake um, was meant to resemble a sand castle mm-hmm. the pictures all of that looked amazing online for sure did it oh my god it looked like a soggy sand puddle when it arrived did it? it was so bad so bad she was like oh 
come and look at this. But you have to laugh because if you if you don't laugh, you're just going to cry. And it was a real big thing for her, that cake, because it was supposed to be a big focal piece and there was a yeah. whole section for it to go on. And Which is why you need to choose a recommended Yeah, you've got supplier. to really, please visit the list. That's all I can say. Yeah. I don't know how, because especially in this day and age with everyone being able to say, anything about themselves online yeah take anyone's photos from here there and everywhere and say that Pretend they've it's done yours. it you yeah. just you've got to get a recommendation to make sure you're getting what you think you're going to end up with yeah. she was mortified but thankfully she took it all in good jest which is the only way you can take it yeah but yeah you've got to you've got to really be very careful the dress yes what about if it doesn't fit on the last fitting oh my sister-in-law's didn't fit on the last fitting. Mm-hmm. It, it, it wouldn't go up. The zip wouldn't go up. Right. But they're magicians, aren't they? These seamstresses. Yeah. yeah. No problem. <laughs> Just add a bit of fabric in, it'll be fine. Well, <laughs> what I would say is that the last fitting, obviously, is, is fairly near to your actual wedding day, Should usually be. a week or two before. Yes. But if you have any inkling at all or any concerns, firstly, speak to the seamstress. Absolutely. And or boutique where the seamstress mm-hmm. is, depending on how you're going about purchasing your dress and make sure that they give you another appointment. Yes. Please you're don't right. sit back and think, oh, I don't want to offend or upset anyone because, yeah. you know, that, that's what you're going to wear. Yeah. And yeah, if, so, you d- yeah. if you don't feel that it's like the straps are loose or it's too tight at the back or you think you're going to sit down in it mm. and it's going to split and mm. show your knickers to the that's world. That's also a very good shout, sit down in it. Yeah. When you're having your fitting. Very, very yeah. good Yeah, all that. Well, I was, you know, we all say, don't we, like, make sure that as well on that last fitting mm-hmm. that you were trying your shoes on. Yeah. Walk around in it. Yeah. Turn to the side. Turn to the other side. Try and have a little bit of a boogie if you can. Yeah. Might we talk feel about a bit silly. In our, uh, in our dress episode, don't we? We do. We do. season one. Series one. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the underwear, mm-hmm. if it's not right, buy some more. Yeah. Absolutely. I don't care. And sorry, I n- normally say this, but I don't care. How much you have to spend on that bra? Yeah, get the right one. Get the right bra. Yes. Don't want it falling down. We don't want you hitching your dress up every five minutes or being concerned about it because it's just not comfortable for you at all. So make sure that um, you have a little emergency kit. Yes. On the day, please, for your dress. A little needle and a little thread. A little needle and a little thread. Yes. A little uh, stain removal wipe. Yes. Just in case, because yes. you never know. And I don't mean that just for when you're putting your dress on. I mean, you know, Throughout during the day, the day something yes. might happen and you might want to, you know, Absolutely. make it look pristine for the photographs, mm-hmm. etc. We actually heard of um, a wedding where the bride had a very, very expensive dress. I'm talking like five, six grand worth oh, of gosh. dress. And one of the main sort of detail features were these uh, beautiful like covered buttons all the way down the back right. and down the train that was oh, like wow. the thing and as she was having that dress done up on the morning yeah. two of them popped off oh no they just popped off oh uh, gosh. luckily one of the guests had one of those um you know those oh, sewing kits that you yeah, get free yeah. from like a hotel thing yeah. and they were able to adhere Gosh. the buttons back on that's lucky isn't it now i mean there's a couple of things you'd say about that again you'd think that a dress oh, that yeah. costs that much you know but again please buy your dress from a reputable Indeed. designer recommendation etc 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 because spend doesn't yeah. automatically mean 
quality. No, absolutely. We'll just leave that there. <laughs> so alongside having your little needle and thread, um, it's probably worth putting together a little rescue kit, as we're going to call it, and have some scissors, perhaps some nail glue, eyelash glue, if you're having falsies mm-hmm. on, um, blister plasters, boob tape to keep your... Um, boobs in <laughs> uh, you mentioned stain remover wipes and just a li- put it in a little ziplock bag a little emergency bag keep mm-hmm. it in someone's clutch and hopefully you'll never have to use it but it's but just it's just there and you know and not just for the bride yeah the mother of the bride bridesmaids the groomsmen who yeah. knows who might need yeah. a little bit of sticking back together absolutely after a few glasses of pins better be prepared than exactly not. before my wedding i used to have this reoccurring nightmare oh did you yep that the photographer didn't turn it. Oh no! Yeah, it that. wasn't. It wasn't anything else. It wasn't about like my dress not fitting. Like I know mm. a lot of people do, or I don't know, flowers not turning up. It was the photographer. Don't know why. Yeah, because they were brilliant, and there was no reason to think that. But it was clearly just my brain <laughs> yeah, going into like overdrive. And I think because photography was so important to me, probably that's yeah. what I put the focus on. Again, what I would say is get someone with an excellent reputation who's been Absolutely. recommended, and you need to talk to your photographer what their plan B is. Yeah. Because Absolutely. people get ill. They yeah. do. Yeah. Things happen. Yeah. You need to know that they have the access to a pool of Indeed. professionals mm-hmm. who have a similar, at yeah. least, style to them, yeah. who they believe that we they could call on yeah. if there's a problem. Some photographers have a second shooter, which yeah. is great because then if they have one anyway, there's someone God already, forbid yeah. something happens, at least you know that you've got that second shooter who they trust and they you know think that they're good enough obviously second shoot for them that could potentially take Take their place on the day exactly yeah on the subject of a contingency Mm -hmm. we had a uh photo shoot a couple of years ago quite an important one and we had booked um a makeup artist as you do yeah she called us a couple of hours before we were due to start um she had a flat tire oh happens does and she told us that she'd rang her recovery company or whatever, and they told her that it was going to be a couple of hours. Oh, so right, she okay. was, so it started off, she was going to be a bit late. So, you know, it's okay. We could move the schedule around mm-hmm. doing things. We got another call about an hour after that with her basically saying that the recovery company had said they wouldn't bring her to us. They'd have to take her all the way back home again. Oh, right. And so essentially she wasn't going to get to us okay. at all. Not, not in time for us anyway. Now, We didn't hear from her again. She didn't offer us an alternative or tell us, you know, that she, I don't know, where we could find someone on such short notice, nothing. She just kind of went off the radar, which is an interesting learning experience Mm. for us. And I just sat there thinking, well, thank goodness Mm. this is a photo shoot and not a wedding. Yeah. Do you imagine? Um, Which, again, we went back to this whole thing, like, make sure that you check their credentials and you ask, I mean, she came obviously with a very good recommendation, otherwise I wouldn't have booked her. But we didn't ask her what her plan B was. was, Like if you, like if for every reason you can't make it, who can make it? Yeah. As it happens, we spoke to the venue where we were holding the photo shoot and one of our our male model, Mm. um, his mom, Oh, was a makeup artist. And so, and then she had a friend who was in the local area who we got. So again, in in that situation, you know, I know it's very easy for us to like, don't panic, don't panic. Because I was ready to go to Sainsbury's. Yeah, I was ready. I was going to stock up on those false lashes and I was going to have a go at doing it myself. It got (laughs) to that stage. Um, 
but actually, you know, that your venue or friends and family can yeah. all pull together in that situation. And they will. And, and they? they will. Yeah. So, you know, if it comes to it, yeah. there is, where there's a will, there's a way. Yeah. As we and say. I guess like you say, like revert back to your venue in the first instance, because yeah. they will know suppliers on suppliers of, on suppliers that they use, that are there frequently. So always revert back to them in the first instance yeah. for help, guidance. Yes. And you would hope as well, if there was like an issue with a supplier, that they wouldn't just call you on the morning. Would I mean, realistically, yeah. you've you know, you've at least got some time before. Yeah. If there is like an emergency or an issue mm-hmm. or whatever. Yeah. So, what we're trying to say is, sometimes shit happens. Yeah. But and for a reason, it perhaps, is recoverable. Yeah, it is. Just yeah. try not to lose your head. Of course, what you don't want is for your supplier that doesn't turn up, like a makeup artist, to recommend somebody that's rubbish. Mm. Or say, oh, it's fine, uh, I can't make it, but my mate can make it. Everyone's and, got a mate, and, 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 he's, and, you know, she or he is quite good at makeup. Or, mm. again, another example I would give you was a, a wedding that I attended and their DJ right. had let them down literally a couple of days before the wedding. And right. he said, it's fine, my mate's a DJ, you know, you can use all my equipment, it's fine. Right. I'll tell him, I'll tell him, you know, the songs that you've told me that you want and it'll, it'll, it'll all be sorted. And to be honest, I think they were just like, yeah, whatever, it's fine. Don't, you know, really didn't worry about it. Yeah. Which was great yes, because it's just about it. Yeah. Then on the evening, they, the friend DJ man mm-hmm. played some of the songs that they'd put on mm-hmm. their list and uh, then uh, Nelly the Elephant came on. No, it didn't. Nelly... The elephant. <laughs> Not joking. Who, where do you even get that? Song I don't from? even know. But you know, like when everyone sort of come, like literally turns round. Oh God! And again, your day away. But this was definitely not theirs. Not theirs. Oh God! <laughs> not their day. And everyone's like, "Is this a joke?" Oh, and wow! I think, and again, it's that. It's that. Get a reputable supplier, please. Wow. And um, and if there is a problem, they should be recommending someone else who is reputable. Equal, yeah. And you know do check out their credentials this is it isn't it and if it is entertainment yeah then you need to know what it is that they're going to play absolutely they might they might be great as a dj yeah they just might not have the songs that you like Uh, yeah and you've you've got to be on the same wavelength as every single one of your supplier you know how you spend all that time with your photographer making sure that you know you get each other you're on the same wavelength the same rule applies for everybody Mm -hmm. you know have a consultation with your dj if you can so that you know they're gonna play exactly what you the type of music you want you can go back and listen to our um entertainment yeah podcast which was the prior one rewind one But yeah, it's, it's the same rule apply. It's the same mm-hmm. rules apply, don't they? If you've got a reputable DJ has come from a reputable dis- source or has been recommended to you, then surely if something happens, God forbid, that they're ill or whatever. They have a plan B. They have a plan B that's mm-hmm. solid and not just their mate Jack from the pub. Exactly. In. One of the things that happened to me on wedding day, which I didn't really even consider until afterwards. Mm. And I suppose that's a point to make on the day. You just don't really care. But um, by the time it came to doing our portraits in the evening, and it was quite well into the evening because it was such a sunny day and that was the best light, was, uh, yeah, my bouquet was a wilty. Oh, really? Mm. Oh. It had been a very hot day. Mm. It was hydrangea, which is quite delicate. Yeah. And um, deaverish. Yes. It does not really? like the heat. <laughs> and my florist at the time hadn't said anything about it. Okay. I hadn't said, 
you know, you need to actually put this bouquet in water. Which if you think about it, because now it's all it's one of those things that now you know well, yeah. why didn't I do that? In hindsight, if really, you had a bouquet at home, you'd put it in water. Absolutely. You're not gonna buy, you know, a yeah. bouquet and then have it out of water and put it in water at 10, 10 hours. night, are you? <laughs> yeah. So it's just a little thought yeah. to perhaps have some kind of juggle vessel or something somewhere that while you're not yeah. while you've got your wedding breakfast it, and you've yeah. got your wedding breakfast then just put it in some water and the yeah, same goes really for your uh, bridesmaids bouquets or you know just to keep it more lively else. yes a yeah. bit more bit more lively yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah I mean you can't in some of the photos I'm not gonna lie you can see that it's a little bit wilty well, can you? But, but then having said that it's quite a good reminder of what a brilliant day we had yeah. and the fact that you know we did have photos quite long into the evening yeah. and it's all, all part, it's all of, it, part it? of it yeah, yeah absolutely going back to makeup Mm. Whether you're doing your makeup yourself or you have booked a makeup artist, the only person really who's going to be sort of touching up your makeup or is you. Yeah. Or the person that you designate to do it. Yeah. Probably don't want to be carrying around your makeup. You're not, well, you don't want a full bag worth. You, you don't. Do, really. No. So choose someone else to do it for you. Yeah. Because again, you know, we've heard stories of makeup like fading quite a lot and forgetting yeah. to retouch and it comes to sort of like the portraits with the couples and then it's like, oh, I need to go and reapply my makeup. It's like, actually, there's not really mm. enough time to do that now. So just be mindful of that. And just to keep those extra bits and pieces in that little clutch bag that you make your maid of honour hold Indeed. on to all yeah. day. <laughs> <laughs> or leave the ladies loose. Well, yeah. yeah you know, quite. why not? Because then every yeah. time, you know, go for a wee yeah and powder your nose yeah it's easy and to keep it touched up yeah and that's on. and it's it's having those like little bits and bobs that you probably will need i.e a powder yeah. compact yeah a lipstick perhaps yeah some cotton buds to like remove any smudges or yes. anything like that yes definitely yeah a bit of perfume yeah and yeah. if you go back to the beauty basics episode we talk all about how it's getting your base right really isn't yes. it, as well to prime. maintain your makeup prime prime prime, prime. Mm-hmm. you don't want to be looking in the loo three hours later and it's all slid off your face so you need to you know, you want to get it right. Yeah. No with. one likes sweaty cheese or a melty no. face. Well, no. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to talk about a list, the list, not the list of supply directory, but the list that you make of all the things you need. If you're staying over the night before, make your list, review your list, review again. Review that it again. actually adds a lot without really thinking about it. If you are staying over the night before, wherever your venue is, or, you know, going abroad, mm. there's all those extra things you need as well as your wedding things. Yes. You know, like knickers. your pyjamas and stuff like that. So there is even more to consider there. There is, there yeah. is. And I think it's handy to have that list. You either need to keep it with all your wedding notes or keep it on your phone somewhere where you, you know, you can add to it freely when you think yeah. about something. You, you could be in bed and then think, oh God, I'm remember to pat that. You need to be able to write that down yeah. straight yeah. away so that you uh, yeah. don't forget. You know, people have forgotten really quite important things. Oh gosh, yeah. Like the rings. Yeah. For right. example, because yeah. it's just one of those, you might buy them last minute, you might think, oh yeah, yeah, that's so obvious that I actually won't put it on my list. And that's the thing. And then it gets oh, yeah. forgotten. There's no way I can forget that. Yeah. We've had couples who've had to like sort of borrow, borrow yeah. rings from their mates. Absolutely. Put, use a Haribo. <laughs> yeah. Again, it's all, it's funny. Like it all adds to the day, and but you probably that wish that you'd remembered the, that's it. Yeah. The, the real one. Yeah. So really prepare a list, tick it off as you go. And then, you know, tick it off as it's in your suitcase. Exactly. As you're putting it in. Toothbrush. Tick. (laughs) Floss. Tick. Tick. We really like dental hygiene here at Rock My Wedding Towers. (laughs) Because the thing is once, especially if you drive in a few hours to your venue, 
you can't go back and get it. I mean, we all know the supermarkets you can get anything from these days, but just try and remember it in the first place and make your list. Yeah. But, not, you but might like not be able is, to get some fancy shoes well, if you leave well, those at home. quite, yeah. I mean, you might be able to pick up a six-pack of knickers, but not, <laughs> <laughs> not that £600 ring or whatever it no. is. So, yeah, just really make your list and it will make you feel a lot more relaxed as well. I'm one of those people, you know, if you've got loads of things on your mind, you just got to write it all down and get a list down and you'll yeah. feel so much better mm-hmm. about everything and how organized you are and knowing that yeah. it's out of your head and on a piece of paper as well yes it makes it much easier to manage whilst we're on the subject of timings and you know not being able to go back home and get certain things being late is always something that crops up for your own ceremony for your own wedding I was I mean I am notoriously late for life and so it was no surprise to everyone that I was late for my wedding but it wasn't actually my fault in this instance we just got stuck in traffic and there's nothing we could do about it but thankfully my registrar, so I had a civil ceremony, right? My registrar didn't have another wedding that day. So mm-hmm. I was very lucky. I mean, I was 25 minutes late. Mm. So late, late. Wait. If they had another wedding booked for a couple of hours after my ceremony, it might have meant that they had to have left. And, and we've, we've heard <laughs> Without me the, yeah. even being there and haven't got married. So that is a concern for people, which and, and I appreciate. Yeah, we've heard of where ceremonies have had to be cut short. In oh, fact, yeah. you've got an experience, yeah. haven't you? I was maid of honour at a wedding a couple of years ago and the timings that we received weren't actually, they weren't accurate. So we were told you need to be ready by this certain time. So that's what we worked to. But actually, five minutes before that certain time, we were told, where are you supposed to have been here five minutes ago? you're going to have to lose your readings because we don't have time now because we've got to go to the next ceremony. Because what I forgot completely, actually, when it was my sister's wedding, is that the registrars come to you oh, to yeah. ask you questions. To you. So there's yeah. that sort of like five, ten minutes, that, especially if you are like, woo, running a bit late, yeah. that you're thinking, okay. Uh, and so we had to do that whilst I was doing her dress up. Yeah, same because at my sister's we'd wedding. we'd been ill-advised on the timing. So yeah. I guess the lesson that we took from that for future weddings and advice to give to friends is whatever timings they give you, be ready an hour before half an hour before as yeah. early as you can be and, and that's the thing we say that anyway because you want that time oh, yeah. to have a drink with your bridesmaids yeah. to sit down to take it all in yeah. if possible yeah anyway and I know I know that might sound like yeah just be ready really early <laughs> but honestly if you, if you can yeah. and then it's things like registrars turning up which yeah. has to be done you can't avoid that yeah absolutely you don't have to worry about it because and you're it's, ready it's making sure your communications are clear so your makeup artist for example asks you what time do you need to be ready for you say I need to be ready for 11 30 because that's when you need to get in your car and leave wherever you are to get to your church or venue or wherever it is actually you need to be ready for 10 30 because you want an hour to then get your dress on to have photos with your family yeah. and your bridesmaids and yeah. things before you leave mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you can't be ready at that point you no. need to leave because what about those things that happen between no. being ready and leaving yeah for your church slash venue, whatever it is. And it's all and it's all ceremonies that might have two in a day. So not just exactly. registrars for civil, you know, humanist yeah. celebrant might have yeah. two weddings, each church might have two ceremonies. So as much as it's like your day, yeah. depending on what your venue yeah, is or absolutely. where your ceremony is, yeah. there might be some other couple that are just as important absolutely. as you are rather who that, want their wedding to run yeah. on time. And rather too. that you've got to drive around the block eight times before you can actually physically turn up outside the venue to walk in yeah. then you be like me and stuck in the center of a city in chocolate block traffic and you can't move yeah. it's really stressful time people time it's management important. is key <laughs> <laughs> and on that whole like organizational thing and as we 
said before and on several other podcasts that we've gone through about giving yourselves enough time. It's it's having a list of, I suppose, in, instructions might sound a bit dictatorial, but that's almost what it is really, isn't yeah. it? Like either for your venue or your planner or your maid of honour, whoever it is that's helping yeah. you out. And it's giving sort of like a time as well so Absolutely. that you're setting everyone's expectations. So like yeah. say if you're repurposing your flowers, for example, like mm. I did... I had to like write down for the venue, right? The flowers that are at the top of the aisle, um, as soon as everyone has left the ceremony room, they need to be moved into the reception at the Mm. back of the head table. Mm -hmm. So that obviously they're there for when everyone walks in and, you know, we're not everyone's sitting down for dinner and you've got Dave and uh, Ben just, you know, walking through, excuse me, (laughs) with these massive vases of Dalfinians because because they've forgotten to do it. You know, or if you've got, I don't know, you've got a garland in your church and yeah. you want that to be moved into your area where you're having your band or whatever. It's those yeah. things. It's letting the right people know exactly what you want doing. Yeah. When you want it when done. When you want it done. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. And then, and people don't mind because they want to know. Mm-hmm. Like that, yeah, that venue yeah. or, you know, the, your wedding planner or that friend of yours wants to get it right for yeah. you. Oh, absolutely. So it's better to tell them yeah, three is. times yeah. than it is not to tell them at all. Yeah. I think another big fear that people have is that someone's going to turn up that wasn't invited. Or they've misunderstood the invitation. Totally misread it. Thought that they could have a plus one or, you know. They were supposed to come to the evening and they think they're supposed to be there for the whole oh day. Oh my gosh, they've turned up for the whole day. That's a big fear because I think people panic about what on earth do you do if you've got another extra person to feed and you haven't budgeted for it for one and the venue hasn't made the food for two. Tell your venue straight away. <laughs> Thanks for that, Sean. No. <laughs> Sorry. That, but that's all you can do, isn't it? Like you see someone and you think, um... Yeah. Tell Uncle venue. Richard, he is not supposed to be here until 7pm. Yeah. And he's here. You can't tell him to go. No, you, you really can't. So send, I was going to say like speak to your venue. Don't you speak to your venue. Oh yeah, obviously. Send, delegate. Your, you know, delegate Absolutely. one of your family or friends to go and speak to your venue and say, yeah. Uncle Richard's here. More chicken dinner. Or he's vegan. <laughs> or whatever, <laughs> it, or whatever it probably will be. Because yeah. that's what not happens. Roast. Yeah. <laughs> then um, they will sort it because your venue you. will have a contingency yeah. and if it's something you're really worried about again ask them what's your plan b if someone rocks up that's not meant to be here yeah. will you be able to provide Absolutely. you know and if you're hosting it sort of on your yeah. your own garden or you know you've, yeah. you've booked a venue that's not i suppose specified for weddings necessarily yeah. then uh speak to your caterers yeah that's it if you're having to hire in out, yeah. outside caterers yeah again just ask them yeah i mean because it's lo- they not likely have a, they but will have a contingency if. and they will yeah. have extra and that's it there's no yeah. way they come with exactly the amount no. of potatoes they need to feed the 60 <laughs> guests they're going to have some contingency aren't they because let's be honest we've got 100 guests that is 267 potatoes it doesn't work and like that one more <laughs> <laughs> so yeah again it's you can prepare for it just find out what everyone's contingency is yeah and then you will feel like your mind's been put yeah and then rest. you won't have the fear at yeah. all Hooray. <laughs> so um to summarise, Charles. To summarise. How to cope when things go wrong. Mm-hmm. You can't control the weather. You can't control so the weather. So don't bother. Yes, yeah, so stop just, checking your weather so out. Stop checking it. <laughs> no, do check just, it, but just don't be too hung up no. on it. <laughs> and just make sure that your venue, wherever that is, whatever it is, that they have an indoor area mm-hmm. should it rain. Absolutely. Oh, I mean, the other thing is, of course, if it's really, really bright sunshine, that there's shaded areas. Quite, Because that's yeah. something to consider exactly. as well. yeah. Leave plenty of time for setup. 
Yes. So speak to your venue, make sure you know what time the access is, where the access is so that your suppliers can get in, do their thing. So everything is ready for when all your guests turn up. Mm -hmm. Bring an emergency kit fix for your outfit. Yes. And for your face. And for your face. (laughs) Write a list. A long list that you tick off. As you pack things. Please don't leave the rings at home. (laughs) Ask your suppliers for care instructions as I call it Mm -hmm. if you are transporting something yourself yes be that the cake please do not put it on your lap in the car yes um (laughs) or if it's the flowers again like nine times out of ten the the cake baker and the florist should be bringing that stuff but you know there's different circumstances if you're having a cake made at home but you're getting married three hours away they might not necessarily not but you want that person to make that cake you need to transport it properly Mm -hmm. and also the dress Yes. Like, you know, it'll be in a, it be in a, a, a dress carrier, yeah. but can that be like looped over? Can it be folded? Yeah. It depends on the, the fabric. Like make sure you speak to the yeah. supplier, be that a boutique or a designer, like how to do that. Mm-hmm. As well, if you're like supplying your own alcohol. Right. And you're transporting that. So mm. I don't know if it's on the morning or it's on the night before. How is that being chilled? Yeah. Oh, good point. Because. Oh, you, you don't want a warm Sauvignon Blanc. You do not. So. Your, again, like your venue or wherever you're holding, you need to think about how that is going to be chilled so that by the time your guests are actually drinking the rosé... It is actually chilled. It is actually chilled. Yeah, so is that, you know, um, how do you keep it cool in a warm car? I don't know. Yeah. But wherever your venue is, are going to have to have that facility for all of your own alcohol to, you know, yeah. be refrigerated for several hours mm-hmm. beforehand. So that's just yeah, something yeah. to consider as well. Yeah. Give your venue and or planner clear and precise instructions with approximate timings yep so as we were saying if you Mm. need to repurpose decor if there's certain things that need to be set up in certain places like you want your table plan outside the reception room and it has to be there by 6 p.m because your guests are all going to arrive by 6 15 or whatever it whatever it might be if you're having um entertainment you need to speak to your venue and speak to your uh, your actual band or mm-hmm. quartet or photo booth provider, whatever it is. Yeah. Where are they going to be? Yeah. Where do they go? I've heard of that as well. Yeah. Really? You might just think in your head, oh, that's a lovely place for mm. the uh, quartet to go. And then when you arrive at your drinks perception, you can't see them because they're behind a bush. So it's just, <laughs> just FYI. Yeah. It's all these little Know things. where they're going to be. Yeah. Where are Tell you them be where to be or get your venue to advise yeah. where the best place for them is to be. Yes. And uh, it's okay to be a bit bossy. Totally fine to it be is, a bit bossy. You know, spending a lot of money probably. Mm. It's a special day and everybody would rather know what the expectations oh, absolutely. are rather than, you know, sort of feeling about in the dark and second guessing oh, yeah. what it is that they think they should be doing. Mm-hmm. Um, because it just makes everything easier for everyone. Yeah, totally. Things sometimes don't go according to plan. Yeah. It really won't affect what a great day you have. It, oh gosh, it won't. It won't. And at least if you have like these plan B's and or contingencies in place you're just going to stress a lot less and another important plan B to have is um which we haven't actually mentioned yet but we will finish on this note insurance yes get yourself some wedding insurance please just in case you know anything goes wrong Mm -hmm. a big thing goes not quite to plan you've got insurance and you're covered and you're going to get some money back for it at least yes and I think that's it I think it's and apart from that have a great day. Have a great day. <laughs> Get a brolly and a pair yeah, of wellies. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks again for listening to us waffle on. We very much enjoy all your DMs and messages to us. So as 
we always say, please keep them coming. Follow us on Instagram at rockmywedding and send us an email if you fancy podcast at rockmywedding.co.uk. And we'll be back again in another couple of weeks with a new episode. This podcast was brought to you by Becky and Charlotte from Rock My Wedding, the UK's most influential wedding brand. For more content, visit rockmywedding.co.uk, follow us on Instagram at rockmywedding, or buy the book Your Day Your Way from Amazon or any leading book retailer. This podcast is produced by We Are The Clarks.